0: Hello, everyone. I'm Giselle. Hi, and I'm Mama Shuffles. And welcome to the Unconditional Podcast. How are you feeling today, Mom? I'm feeling unconditionally loved. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm feeling good. I like you feeling unconditionally loved. Yes, because, you
1: know, sometimes I'd be a little crazy and you have to put up with it. So what am I going to do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So I want to ask you a nice little icebreaker question. Okay. All right. Today... It will be about what? Um, unhealthy relationships. How do you feel about couples who have like intense arguing in the beginning of their relationship?
1: Ooh, sometimes it can to me, it could be a couple of things. You're not compatible. Mm-hmm. Um stubbornness. Okay. Uh family being involved in their business and turns to argumentatively okay um basically when you're trying to learn each other it is hard mm-hmm. but sometimes it can become unhealthy because you think the person is something they're not
0: do you feel like they're like red flags like what are some red flags to you obviously this is a hard question for you it is because you've only had one well but yeah <laughs> But what do you feel like some red flags are like for people who are looking for relationships? New year. Some people are wanting new relationships and wanting to find that significant other. So what are some red flags or some things that you would be like, whoa, that's a red flag. Stay away. Well, there are
1: things that you would need to observe, not meaning that you would not stay in the relationship. Either you would be able to change it. If you can't change it, then I would say no. But some of your red flags would be uh, when they don't want you to know what they're doing. Uh, Like, to me, I know phones today (laughs) are, I mean, it's like personalized business. Sometimes you're telling me that it's rude to even go through somebody's phone to look at pictures without asking. Oh my gosh, yes, Mom. That's like...
0: One on one phone etiquette. And phone you don't, etiquette. What the? You see? Like what I'm that's saying? one thing that I noticed that you will do. Like if somebody gives you a phone and say, "Oh, look at this picture," you're like, "Oh wow!" and you start swiping yeah, through their. Pi- you don't swipe through somebody. That's privacy. You don't do that. That's phone etiquette. One on one. No, that's a huge no no. Well, I mean, so see,
1: years ago we didn't have a phone <laughs> etiquette because we didn't even have a phone. But I, the best thing we had was a beeper. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> So what you can't look at the number and see what they beep, so you can call
0: Yeah, I, that it would be something like that. I well, guess, people like. don't
1: care. <laughs> it's just that
0: things are so. But like you make a good point though with the phones that yes. is huge because of social media yes. and following people and all that kind of stuff. Like personally for me, red flag. If he or she has their phone and they don't want you going through their friends list, seeing certain people, seeing certain messages, like that's a huge red flag because what you hiding? Yeah,
1: that's it. It's just so see, you have it easier because now you have a phone, whereas before you had to meet people in person. So you feel like that's easier. I feel like that's a huge disadvantage. Well, I don't feel as though it's a disadvantage. I feel as though when you have to meet someone and say, uh, they calling you for what reason? There is no reason for you to call them here when you're texting. But it could be just because it was a friendship
0: and you're just texting. But like, isn't that a disadvantage having like phones and social media and having other people in your relationship? Yeah, oh, because definitely. that's what it is. It's okay, like other yeah. people in your relationship. If you put, yeah,
1: when you put it that way, phones are a very disadvantage. But yeah. this is what you're doing. And go I feel like today. it takes your
0: communication skills away. Yeah, it does take so, your communications away. If you guys were here for some other previous podcasts, I said mm-hmm. that I was a professor. I taught psychology, sociology, and criminal justice. And one thing with like sociology is understanding the culture and obviously our social environment. Right. And cell phones is a huge part. And ever since with cell phones, obviously, it takes the communication away from people. But it takes that communication skills away from people. Exactly. And when you're talking about relationships, it takes away that communication when, say, somebody is getting the argument within the relationship. They don't know how to communicate properly because everything is over the cell phone. Like, they don't know how to, how we're, even though we're sitting here with the mics, but, like, face to face. Right. It's harder for them to talk face to face because everything has been through screen to screen. Yeah. That's true, and
1: well, when you look at it that way, yes, and not even that. This is well, I'm making a broad statement, but what Uh I'm saying is, today's society with your generation, Mm -hmm. I feel as though do not communicate well. Um, Some do.
0: That's fair. Proper
1: proper spelling.
0: Proper writing now, what's skills. I to, what's that got to do with relationships? Let me tell
1: you something because you don't even know what you're saying. That's how, what it has something to do with it. You don't even know what you're saying.
0: Okay. Now I have another question with unhealthy, unhealthy relationships. Okay. Do you feel like our music, oh, is also contributing to having unhealthy relationships because? Um, Like men, it's more, how should I say more acceptable hearing like a man call a female a B word yeah. because of rapping. we I mean, have and to say the word bitch? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, if you want to. Okay, fine. If, if we're going to be open, then yeah, we can say it. Like, yeah, but I from mean, the,
1: for those, excuse me, I didn't mean that we're cussing, but this is the word. And to me, I'm very offensive, but yes.
0: Yeah, like I would not if, say... Um, Addison and I got into a disagreement. Right. And he, he called me you a called a B bitch. word? Oh. Oh. Let oh. me tell you something. That, to me,
1: could almost end a marriage. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, but there's the women of today.
0: That will go right back at them. And not only that, they accept it. Do you feel like that's because of the world that we live in? Or maybe do you feel like because they don't know what true love is? Because I feel like if you have a healthy relationship and you have like true, true love, no man will be calling their future wife a bitch. Exactly. And the thing of it is, I'm going to just say this. When your father
1: raising him. This is when the words started coming out. Um, listening to Tupac, listening to
0: Biggie, and that's and, nothing compared to what we got exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> but
1: I, as a mother, felt very offensive to hear some of the words that they were saying. So, rap, right how right you there, feel
0: now, then? Oh boy, Ooh. now
1: it's now. That's another broadcast for another time because some <laughs> of the words broadcast. I can't take it. Some of the words that girls,
0: women be seen as and, rappers and but then that's where you listen to it you accept it and then you'll now accept that in your relationship So that's why your relationship becomes unhealthy yeah because you allow until you
1: realize or somebody says to you why do you I have not like where's you your standards way. for yourself yeah. where are your morals yeah well yeah. see that's unhealthy relationship have we
0: brought it on ourselves? Yes, we have. And you know, one thing I also want to point out, I know a lot of people blame men in relationship, mm. but a lot of people don't hold females accountable in and a relationship. Shitty. And that's something I feel like that irks me because a man, a man, yes, is supposed to respect their female, but if she's not giving him what's supposed to, and I know like a lot of people are going to chew me up for saying that, but as... A female Mm -hmm. uh, who just recently got married, I would never try to treat my not saying that i haven't been disrespectful in the beginning of a relationship but i feel like when but you're learning each other yeah. yeah when you're learning each other you're learning what's acceptable what's not acceptable for your relationship but i'm supposed to elevate him yeah i'm not supposed to be bringing tearing him down not at all. so if you want a healthy relationship you two are supposed to be elevating each other correct and i feel as though a lot of females Just look at the man and say that it is his responsibility to bring such and such to the table. Right. But a female needs to bring their part to the table, too. That is correct. And I feel like that also can cause a lot of damage to a relationship. But that's
1: the way you're brought up. and It's the way you're taught. That's true. Now, if you have a relationship that's unhealthy, you have to look at where you learn the unhealthiness of a relationship. In other words, if you weren't brought up that way then you realize, this is not what I'm used to. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to... So either you accept it or you try to uh, uh, change it. That's true. Because you can love somebody, but if your relationship is not going to be healthy... You got to let
0: it go. You have to let it go. But yeah. some,
1: but there's women that don't or keep coming back for more.
0: And that's where, like, a lot of your abuse may come in. Yes. Because it's hard for them not only to let it go, but also get away. And because fi- it's, it's a scary situation exactly. at that point. And then, sorry, but bringing in my criminal justice yeah. point of view it's hard to even go to your police. police officers or mm-hmm. anything because most of them are male yes and they're not comfortable with a male right because they're being abused by one right so how do you expect a female to go trust a male officer you and then that's where a lot of that issues come in and you need to have more diverse, yeah. diversity in these institutions. But anyway, that's another topic for, yes, another, for another day. day. But understand. it's stuff like that that makes it hard for females to come speak out because they feel like they're not going to have that support system behind mm-hmm. them. And I never, and they love them. Yeah, and it's true.
1: And, you know, now that you brought that to my attention, that is correct. And I have never even thought about it like that. Really? However, you have men that are being abused by women. Yeah, that's true, too. And, I mean, how do you tell a man to go and report it when they look weak. Yeah. So they're not going to look at a police officer. Especially
0: because- if you're looking at, like, the black culture yes that's just something that's frowned upon like if a man was like even sexually assaulted as a child yes and if they come out or if they cry or anything like that they're instantly looked at as weak because yes. that's just something that we do right. but then that gets carried on into your relationships it does and also like with a lot of men uh, a typical thing girls like the bad boys because right. they want to the change of life the thugs of life <laughs> yeah basically that's what that is <laughs> because they want to change them and they have this heart that wants to help, help them. them. Mm-hmm. But not every step... Now, some of them have come from a very rough background that th- there's no helping. They right. have to want to make that change for themselves. Correct. Then there's other men that have just really had their heart broken who have closed their heart and said i'm not gonna settle down until i find that one and then become a player so then that also causes a very unhealthy relationship because in our generation what's your body count who have you been with who's that on social media who's this this and that it all gets poured into a relationship so how do you over like what advice would you give to uh, somebody to overcome something like that
1: well it's very hard and then Even still, I'm looking at unhealthy relationships that carry over and you end up getting married. That's really, really not, not, you know, understandable because why would you?
0: So, like, basically you're saying if you plan on going to that next step, just make sure that you've overcome a lot of the challenges from the past. That is correct. And the only way you do that, and I know we as in a black
1: culture, but I'm saying any culture, you need to seek advice.
0: Yeah. Meaning therapy. Therapy. Yes. That's but the a way lot of people are afraid of therapy though. Why? Um, because one, it might make them look weak, especially for the black culture. Yeah. We just therapy just is not it for us. Well,
1: I knew for me. <clears throat> I've gone to therapy, that's another session. I've been in therapy for years. However, mm-hmm. um you feel as though your faith, your religion. Depends. A big part of it, and you can have all the faith in the world, and mm-hmm. it's true. But you got to look at it and say, okay, the Lord has put a, a someone on Earth that should be able to guide you just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So
0: therapy is is the key. Therapy is it, like okay. Being open again, obviously, open podcast. Yes. I'm going to school to be a therapist. Yes, she <laughs> I feel have. like I'm going to school but for I everything. But I
1: feel <laughs> as though you don't have enough empathy. And I'm just going to be straight out. I'm sorry. I don't. This is my daughter. <laughs> I love her dearly. She has empathy
0: for me, sometimes. And, but
1: you need to have that empathy
0: heart. You do, and but and that really shows you like a lot of your therapists have the empathy they have mm-hmm. the understanding it's a mm-hmm. judgment free zone right um not saying that like me being a therapist it wasn't judgment free i just don't have the empathy um i just kind of look at people like um really Uh, because it's something sometimes it can be so minor and it's not minor to them right but i think because of what happened to me in my life that sometimes some issues to me i could be like do you know the seriousness of what other people are going through because my issues were rough but i know there's other people who are going through even Even more more so so. Mm -hmm. so for me personally the empathy it's you know it's just sometimes it's not there and also sometimes I just don't care that's just my attitude right so that's a horrible attitude don't be like me right uh, <laughs> exactly I agree I mean I do feel that way I think we all get that some sometimes but I I also love to listen to people and I do like hearing their problems because right. from a psychological aspect of what I have learned in a counseling aspect. I know what advice to kind of give out. And I liked hearing their issues and try to help them work through it. Right. Now, that is where my empathy kicks in. Right. So when it comes to that, I understand like... People are afraid to go, but go to therapy with go to couple counseling, go to marriage counseling, because you're now going to get another perspective. This counselor is going to be able to help you hear the issues in your relationship and see it from another view. They're going to make you see it from your spouse's view, and then they're going to see it from your view. So then that way you guys can try to work it out. And of course, some relationships just don't work out, which is okay. Um, sometimes when it's having an unhealthy relationship You need to get out for the both of you yes. Because it's best for the yeah. both of you Because exactly. somebody's
1: going to end up And I don't mean to say it But somebody either is going to hurt very badly Even death
0: Yeah, and not Causes even that death. If you have kids, it's yes.
1: messing them up Oh my God, then your uh, kids go through yeah. it It's really bad And you know Out of all society and social media today but you always hear so much of couples yeah. who are disappeared.
0: Yeah, well, they I think like, the di- what is the divorce rate now? Like,
1: oh, it's bad.
0: It's like over 50%, I think, or yeah, something like that. Like Divorce
1: is not even the key anymore. You just don't know where your spouse is done with the body because they get rid of them. And
0: but they, are you, but, 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 yeah, but, I'm saying. <laughs> are, are you talking there? about death? Yeah, oh. That's oh, what I'm talking about.
1: I didn't know we was going there. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Usually when you have an unhealthy relationship, do
0: you know how many men or women end up getting rid of their partner? So, here we go. PhD, criminal justice. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go you. ahead. Go ahead.
1: I'm
0: listening. <laughs> so, yeah, you're really right. So, when it comes to... Especially females. If you're sure. going to talk about females killing, yes. nine times out of ten, it comes from a domestic violence situation. Yes. And those killings are going to be brutal because they're called passion, like a passionate kill. So that's when they're like doing them rough stabbings and like, like real brutal killings because they are sick of it. They're sick of that. feeling defenseless right unfortunately in these situations when they are sick of it they planned it Yes, and this is how i'm gonna kill them this is how i'm gonna do this and then they do it and now it's premeditated murder, so you're going to jail for first-degree murder. Mm-hmm. You can't say self-defense mm-hmm. because you never reported it to a police officer. There's no evidence. And in that moment, there was no self-defense. So now you've killed somebody. First-degree murder. You feel better about yourself because you've killed your abuser. Yes. With that said, there's nothing to back you up to support you, and you're doing life in prison. And if you have kids, you lost your children as exactly. well. Exactly. And then their- they have lost both their parents. Exactly. So... It's it's really bad. Yeah. Um As far as men, if you're talking domestic violence situation, it just obviously, they just beat them. And, right. Yeah. It, See, it's this pretty... Is, it's yeah. There, you know. See, the
1: thing of it is, years ago, there wasn't a domestic... Yes, well, well, there, there was. was. It
0: just wasn't like... <coughs> it wasn't like you would I feel like it, there wasn't many organizations and many... Um, as many. What right. am I trying to say? Like, not organizations, but like people that... I'm not protest. What are they called? Uh, advocates. advocates. There you go. Yes. There wasn't as many advocates or like the groups were very hush hush in yes, today's world. Yes. Because of social media and stuff like that. You have advocates for everything. Well, Nonprofit yes. organizations and that for everything. Too, no.
1: Well, you see the Me Too uh, movement yeah.
0: did a lot. Yeah. look what's going on what has been going on for years but women that's now just coming out because women feel com- <laughs> let's talk about like the Diddy situation yeah, oh we <laughs> can talk about a whole lot of Bill Cosby <laughs> situation you talk there's a whole lot there's a
1: whole lot
0: yeah and the thing of it is but before but they, had a, they were afraid to come
1: out yeah they were afraid to come out not only were they afraid to come out they better not come out
0: yeah nowadays they don't care because you do have the advocates but yeah. sometimes it's still too late and then like I feel like in unhealthy relationships, a lot of people feel like they devoted a lot of their time yeah. to their significant lost, other, yes. and they don't want to lose it. Right. But when do you say enough is enough?
1: It all depends on the person. Me, frankly, and I feel as though I've raised you that way, it wouldn't have been too long because you would have to hit the road. I would have to tell you, get, yeah. get, get the get the stepping.
0: Yeah. You and have to get I the stepping. I feel like because That's of my attitude as well. <laughs> I I'm good on like you can get out my life. Yeah. If you're not gonna benefit it. Yeah. And you're not bringing anything that's gonna make me happy. Right. I don't have time to. You know that sounds really bad, but that's how I view life. A Why lot. are you gonna invest? Yeah. You invest in and in like okay. And When you first meet
1: someone, you don't know what who they are from a from a can of MAB paint. <laughs> how we ever? How we ever? What you do, you learn. Yeah. In your process of learning, there are going to be some good and some bad. And
0: that's what I was saying. What are the red flags when you're learning somebody?
1: Well, you know, it's what you can accept. Okay. What I that's accept is advice, not yeah. what you would accept. What that's I true. accept, you won't accept. That is true. But you it's called compromise. Yeah. So when you have a relationship, your husband or uh, at the time your other partner or the person you want to be exactly like, and romantic can,
0: with there it is you have to come to an agreement I feel like personally the biggest thing though before mm-hmm. you can even know what you want you have to know you have to love yourself yeah Oh, most definitely. If because you if yourself, you don't love yourself, how are you going to have a, ever have a healthy relationship? And how are you going to love anyone else if you can't love yourself? Yeah, so if you don't love yourself, you're already like damaging your relationship and the other person. Yeah. You can't say what you want in a relationship so if you don't you love yourself. That?
1: Okay, so if you don't want an unhealthy relationship, do you know what most people do? I'm not going to get too involved because I never yeah. find. You see what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And sometimes you like, end up hurting yourself. For me, personally, I don't... It took me a long time to love myself again. Yeah. Um, I feel like I stopped not only loving myself, but the world. Yeah. After what happened with dad. And we'll, you know, we'll get into that on yeah. another topic. But yeah. it was hard for me to understand who I was. I feel like I didn't know myself for a long time, I Your had self worth. Not just not even my self worth. Myself, I just I felt like I wasn't myself for the longest. I feel like when well, no one just, is. Yeah, when you go through tragedy. Yeah, so I feel like learning to love yourself. Some advice that I would most definitely give out to anybody that's trying to love their self and f- figure out who they are is just take that time. For yourself, right. don't be afraid to say, I want personal space, right. I want time to myself to just love me again. And if that means taking time to just, even if it's just like reading a book, right. like just reading a book, learning what your motivation in, in life is, setting goals for yourself, stuff like that. Okay, learning I have yourself. A question.
1: But when people who are like that, thank God, thank God for you and the way that you thought, but a lot of Young women turn to men. Yeah. A lot of women turn to
0: drugs. Yeah. Drinking. Mm-hmm.
1: The attitude, whatever goes wrong, but I don't care. But eventually
0: ha- they'll realize that the drinking, the drugs, the men, they're not going to fix what's broken. Exactly.
1: But that's when they have to realize it mm-hmm. in their own time. In their own time. Right? Sometimes it's too late.
0: Yeah. And, but see, when you, th- and you have well, to have a foundation. I won't say it's too late. It's never too late to learn yourself and okay, love yourself again. and
1: you said unhealthy relationship, you have to learn. So when you didn't love yourself, you, or you probably never stopped loving yourself because you didn't have that problem. The problem is you needed to find yourself. Because I to
0: find myself again in this new. And do you
1: feel as though when you are brought up to go to church and hear the word, do you think that helps you?
0: Dependable on the person. Okay. I know you want me to say yes, because but yeah, but no, I want you to you be say, truthfully depending on the depending person, depending on the person, exactly. As much as like the have, answer should be yes, because you're not. supposed to rely on God. Sometimes it's not going to work, especially okay, when so, you're ten
1: years old and eleven years old.
0: Yeah, okay? and for for me personally, mm-hmm. um, losing dad at ten, you are telling a ten year old that you know your father was killed for a reason. Yeah, that and you're like, what? Yeah. what like, you're saying what reason? Yeah, what reason was my father killed for? Like that yeah. doesn't even make sense. So for me, the saying going to church is going to fix everything, it did not. I right. can't say yeah, going to church and hearing them preach is going to tell me why my father was killed because right. it doesn't. Um, so even down for an unhealthy relationship, if something happens, <coughs> excuse me, mm-hmm. if something happens in an unhealthy relationship, there saying going to church yes will it help certain people yes um will it help everybody no if you want that relationship with god you have to find that now, i
1: don't want to
0: yeah i, you, I don't want to say like you yeah you have to find that personal relationship with him your way you can't say okay um now some people do go to church mm-hmm. find a community within the church mm-hmm. to help them get through it mm-hmm. um kind of like with us when we went to witness protection program. Right. Um, you were going to find those individuals that are going to help you right. get through it. Um, so with church, yeah, it, it can help. But as far as like someone in a situation like myself, it, it's hard to say, yeah. And, and then we went to therapy. So we stopped going to church because our therapies was on Sundays. Correct. So it's not saying that I lost faith in God and no cuz I I can't really say I lost faith in God but I had to try to understand. Yeah. And that's the the amount of conversations I've had with God. And they always say, like, you're never supposed to ask God why. I feel like that was my biggest question. Yeah. Why can't I ask you why? And why would you take my father away from me? Right. This is type of, relate like, in relationships. If somebody is in a domestic violence or something unhealthy, why am I in this relationship? Yes. Why am I going through this? It's, we're humans. Right. We're going to ask those tough questions, sure. even though we're not supposed to. We're going to because that's what we do. Um, But I feel like that's what built my relationship. Because I was able to talk to God and the anger, the the I I shouldn't say hate, but I had a lot of hate of in course my heart. Sure. Sure. A lot and then that also but that type of stuff gets carried into relationships. Like for me, I ain't want no relationship. Right. After and I'm I'm only ten. But right. then people, you know, you start dating around teenage years right. and all I wasn't really into it. I didn't care. Did I do it? Yes. Did I care for it? Nah. I didn't really care. It was just
1: Because you're doing what social media and yeah. so
0: society i does. enjoyed talking but did i want more from the talking nah and if you could think about it did i really stay in a relationship long within uh. those with those people no because i didn't care for it it was just oh yeah yeah i got a little boyfriend or whatever but yeah. i it's not what i and,
1: and on, on, <clears throat> on my hand when i lost when we lost our son at the time your relationship even when you're married. Some people, when something mm-hmm. tragic in life, yeah. they split up. Yeah, you have to be unconditionally loving, regardless of who you are.
0: Now that's a uh, that's a good question that I feel like hadn't even asked the question. That's a good question. Yeah, but that's a good topic and advice to give to somebody. Like, obviously, as a married couple, and you right. see me and Addison right going straight into marriage and. Right. We're going to go through trials and tribulations. Right, um, Losing a child is something that many couples, married, husband, and wife would never want to imagine. I mean, right. you expect to bring children into the world and they bury you, That's not correct. you bury them. So, correct. some advice like, well, how did you and Pop get through it together?
1: Well, because we knew that we loved each other. And, like, Pop really thought that. I was not going to make this relationship. He really thought that I was ready to check out. And when I say check out, he thought I was ready to give up half. Both of y'all. Yeah. But he said, I need you. When he told me that night, that made me realize whatever I'm going through, there's somebody out here that needs me and I can't give up life. I have children. That was you and Jaya. I realized, James, even my grandson that I don't see, I know I had to be there for you guys. So <clears throat> you have to tell yourself, you have to talk, like you said, talk to God and tell him, I need you because I'm not going to make it on my own. Yeah. And that's when you put yourself down. That's when they tell you, you lower yourself and let him come into you. Yeah. And that's how you live every day. Some Some relationships... They would not make it because their whole world is their kids. And I'm telling you now, when you get married, it does become that to an extent. But at one point of life, you've got to teach your child to fly the nest. And we'll talk about that in another situation as being (laughs) unhealthy relationships.
0: I mean, unhealthy relationships, I get what you're saying. It's not just relationships it's gotta be marriage you can too. Se- not even just marriage you can have unhealthy relationship with your friends oh unhealthy relationship with your parents your in-laws yes <laughs> you can have many unhealthy relationships <laughs> but it all comes back into
1: your relationship with your husband and your family
0: not with your friends well if your friend like you can have unhealthy okay so like say you have a friend right um I'm I'm not going to use anybody personally. I'm just saying like in a situation, say you have a friend who just honestly, they're only there for you. They're only there when they need something. Okay. When do you say that that friend is no longer really a friend? friend. How do you even like that's unhealthy relationships too. It is. So when do you say enough is enough with even just a friend who you thought you could rely on?
1: Well, what you do there as an unhealthy relationship, I see it as you love them from a distance, Mm. but you learn to just say, this is not working for me. You don't have to even tell them. Yeah. Because when you find friends like that, they already know what they are. Yeah. So what you do is you just easily step back slowly to the point to when.
0: Have have, Have you ever had to do that? I mean, you have some good friends. Like, you have some reliable friends. Well, so.
1: you know, I'm there. So, have, uh, people who I thought were my friends weren't. hmm They're considered acquaintance. But my mother told me a long time ago, she's <laughs> a wise little soul, God bless her. She said, not everybody is your friend.
0: hmm
1: You have many acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Many people claim to be your friends." hmm but watch out. Yeah. So, and that, but the female, mm-hmm. she said, if you really want a good friend, a male, because they don't gossip, but today's age but is today's different.
0: But today's, it's rough. Now, for that one, you got man. men out here worse than women. But I personally feel like for me, I only have like one, two, three reliable. <laughs> I can count them. <laughs> they were in my wedding. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> Hello. I was there. Maybe I'm a friend. and stuff. <laughs> but no, I really only have a select few that I even tell my life to. Like, I don't put my business life on atmosphere. Mood. Yeah. Not at all. I don't believe in that social media, putting right. my business out there. I just feel like you have a lot of people that will try to copy you. Yeah. Um, a lot of people on social media that will wish you bad yeah. because you're posting your life on there. Sure. Um, So I just keep that to myself also being a witness protection program when social media started popping i wasn't allowed to post no you so i'm not on social media like that because i had to be disciplined to keep my life away from it correct um so it's just like natural for me not to post my life exactly but are there's only a few people that I tell what's going on in my life because you can't trust everybody because no, you, really you can have an unhealthy relationship. You have this friend who you think is your friend and yeah. they wish it bad on you. Well, you know, I'm not being sarcastic and I'm not being smart, but
1: you ever watch the Mel Lemon movies? <laughs> <laughs> That's the relationships you get. Okay, yeah, like sometimes At some you of some you be, be like, crazy. Yeah, ones. you have crazy people out here. Yeah, sure. Some people don't want anything but an unhealthy relationship.
0: That's what that, they. Like. That's something that. Okay, now, you know we're a positive podcast. Yes. How hard was it for you to accept that there are truly people out there that only want the bad for you? It's hard.
1: It's very hard because I feel as though that everybody has a good in them. Yeah, and that's, I that's know, your problem. I know, but I feel that everybody, because God made us all, so he's
0: love. But it's not true. I so, understand. But like, okay, so that's the difference between you and me. Like, you trust everyone. and I, I trust no, no one. one. So so you guys are going to get literally two different perspectives at all times. Yes. So for her, like how you said, you trust and everybody's, you know, yeah. you're supposed to trust. And you are. Yeah. You are supposed to trust everybody. Correct. But for me, like I trust no one until you have proven to me that I can trust you.
1: Okay. So when you say you're you have no trust, what do you consider being trustworthy what are you looking for in a person
0: oh to make them that means you allow for me yes to, Let them i'm mess. not even judging no i'm not even judging so what i i've built this wall of protection yeah. that you know how okay perfect example you know how you're supposed to wake up every single day with the armor of god on you yeah, right positive yes i have the armor of god and i'm standing behind a brick wall Okay. So not only can you not touch my armor, you got to try to take one of them um, wrecking balls to yes. try to knock down that wall. I got you. But for me, you got to knock the wall down brick by, by brick. brick. So when you say, what does it take for them, for me to trust them? It, I just have to fully like start getting to know you and seeing how you think as an individual and um, seeing... How you treat other people and stuff like that. It takes me a while for me to just warm fully, up. Yeah. Warm yeah. up to someone. Takes Whereas me a I, long time.
1: All right. As for me, I come into a relationship. It doesn't have to be a relationship. It could just be uh, anybody. Anybody off the street.
0: I talk to <laughs> off them. Off the street. <laughs> but I talk to him. And you be telling your whole life story, giving your business I out. I do, but I don't
1: give them where they can come and see where I'm at. But I let them know that life happens. And yeah. I just, I feel as though I try to explain to everyone when I see them. Not every day is going to be a good day. I don't even have a good day. <laughs> but you just thank God that you're up and around. You got to appreciate. You have to learn to be content. And I one day we'll talk about that. But I wasn't always like that until I went to a woman's retreat and heard the topic of being content in all things. Be content. It's hard to do.
0: It's See, hard now, to
1: accept. I'm so content.
0: That's my. I That's
1: think, great. That's
0: yeah, I'm great. So content. See,
1: I wasn't content because no, you're not. You're yes, ad- I am. You're content, but you're also an achiever. Oh, I'm an overachiever. There you go. So you're not content. But I
0: am content
1: to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm content more now. I always feel like. I should be doing more I for feel like somebody. like just because I you're content
0: do doesn't mean that you can't be a over overachiever yeah, because you like can. you I, can be content with yourself who you are, where yeah. you and what where you, you are do. and what you do, but you can also want more for yourself well, yeah, even that, if you are content. Exactly. And I think okay. that's where I am. Like I'm content, I'm happy. Um, I'm just. I'm glad where I'm at. Do I want more for myself? Always, because you're always gonna want more. You've raised me to have these huge dreams for myself, and the, the sky's big, the limit. The sky ain't. The sky ain't even the limit. The galaxies oh. could be the Hello. limit. Like, well, that's the. See, that's you told me the, the, sky the sky's the sky. limit and then you could get in the airplane and go in the sky. You yeah, know, like let's go further. Like that's the how the galaxy. You can see the world. But do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's how and that's my dreams attention. are. That's like, great. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but I have i be having some high dreams and that's y'all be great. sitting here supporting me like I yes, can reach them and I'm going to reach them. You gonna reach them. <laughs> that's exactly right because you
1: have support. It's yeah, called support. It's support.
0: So and when that's you the have other a, thing with yeah. relationships, you have to have the even support. the support of uh, the your significant other, let it be your parents, let it be your friends. Yes, you need to support but you each gotta other be able to trust them. Yes. And see that's, that's the where the trust is. comes from. It exactly. comes in. You have to have the trust, support, right. You healthiness, healthiness. love one another. Yes. And in this world people hear love and they just think intimacy, right. but you can love your best friend. You can sure. love this person. You're you love yes, like the you you have to love each other. Yes. Like I can truly say, I love my girls, my right. my best friends. I love them. Yes, but I only want the best for them. Right, I want them to succeed. I want them to thrive. And a lot of this time, I think a big thing is also jealousy. Yes, and I, that can ruin a lot of your relationships with people as well. Biblically, You're it's that's a, a sin. sin.
1: You
0: <laughs> say, I thought you to will I, You're not supposed this, to be jealous no, I like, feel that we should stop So for healthy relationships mm-hmm. Some advice that we would probably say is Make sure you have your trust right. Make sure you love each other Make sure that there's no jealousy And make sure that there's support for one another right. But I mean like Those are some tips that we would Basically say for having some healthy relationships Sure and that's what you need In fact that is a healthy relationship Yeah so you know I mean? with that
1: being we, said,
0: with that being said, yes, that is this episode of unhealthy relationships and etc. Because we always wiggle around everywhere. Yes,
1: but I want to tell you once again, as I tell in all my broadcasts, love—it's
0: no, a podcast, it not lo- a broadcast. A podcast. See what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> I said broadcast. We're broadcasting it, aren't we? Oh well. Oh podcast. <laughs> Love is kind and love is patient. So I feel unconditionally. We love you guys. Until the next time.